May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For those of you who are being ordained as deacons, there is much that is new, and I suspect some of it makes you feel uncomfortable, particularly in this heat. New collars, new robes, and new stoles, all signs of your orders. And you will be given other new items, a Bible, a sign of the authority given to you this day to speak God's word to his people. And of course, family and friends will give you gifts, sign or signs of their love and support for you. And tomorrow, or maybe Monday, some of you will be given a bunch of keys. Serving in the church means that we find ourselves keepers of keys. Keys to the church gate to protect the building from vandalism. Keys to the church's front door to keep out unwanted people. Keys to the photocopying room so that it is not misused. Keys to the church hall. Keys to the safe. Now that is an interesting one. Often historic and far too big to keep in a pocket. And if you are lucky, you are given the key to the side door. But what is true is that you will develop deep pockets. Keys become a sign of authority. And if you are not careful, you will begin to act as a gatekeeper. Peter, in our gospel reading, declares that Jesus is the Messiah the Son of God. And Jesus tells Peter that, I will, that he will be given the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And these keys are not about keeping people out, but rather about opening the way to the kingdom of God. And what the disciples, and often we miss, is that the kingdom that Jesus speaks about is not about buildings or property or wealth or power. It is about love, generous and extravagant. Love, not because of what we have done or even because of what you will promise today, but because of what God has done in Jesus Christ. And the keys that Peter is given and that you have is not about locking people out, but opening up the way to open up to others the possibility of coming into the presence of God, opening up to others the possibility of encountering, encountering the compassion of the church, the possibility of opening up to others the hope that we have come to know in Jesus Christ. Now, if you are here today to support one of these candidates and you don't know about the love of God, ask one of these people here because having 
begun to get to know a bit about them, I know that they have encountered the love of God. And I know that it has transformed their lives. In our service already, we have heard that deacons are ordained so that the people of God may be better equipped to make Christ known, to be heralds of the kingdom, to know and to make known the love of God. And Christian service, the service into which these men and women are to be ordained, should always follow this pattern, the pattern of the incarnation, the pattern of humility and of vulnerability. Too often service from a position of strength and security becomes an exercise of power. Pope Francis has said about his vision for the church, it is for the Roman Catholic Church, but I think it does well for us. He says, I prefer a church that is bruised, hurting and dirty because it has been out on the streets rather than a church which is unhealthy from being confined and from clinging to its own security. Maybe we need to be more generous, not just with the keys of the kingdom, but also the keys to our churches. Today you are to be ordained deacons, and you will have great fun in your parishes. But being a deacon is not always grand, because you are to reach into the forgotten corners of the world, that the love of God may be made visible. That is what ministry is about. Reaching into the despair of prisons, or reaching into the darkness and loneliness of sickness and death, reaching into the isolation of depression, of unemployment, of broken relationships, reaching into the places and towards people who fear that God is not for them, that forgiveness is not for them, that grace is far too far away, and reaching out to make the love of God known, generous and extravagant. That is what ministry is about. Today, as we ordain these men and women, we celebrate Peter. I wonder if Peter ever regretted being given the keys of the kingdom. Peter, who ran out of the boat towards Jesus, but whose faith failed as he went under the waves. Peter, who ran to defend Jesus in the garden, but then denied him around the fire. Peter, who only when it, he came to himself realized that there were angels in the jail. There will be times when you will regret that you have been given this ministry. It is then that you should remember that it was Jesus' hand that reached towards Peter as he fell under the waves. It was Jesus who met Peter on the beach after the denial and told him to feed his sheep. 
And even when Peter didn't recognize the angels in the jail, God was with him. And there may be times in your future calling when we regret our calling, but do not forget that we are not alone. There may be times when you feel confident and bold in your ministry, but remember, you cannot do it alone. We can only do this by the grace and power of God. And we need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, remembering who he is for us. And we need to pray that God will enlarge our hearts and understanding of scripture. You cannot bear the weight of this calling in your own strength, but only by the grace and power of God. Pray therefore that your heart may be daily enlarged and your understanding of scripture enlightened. Pray earnestly for the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is only then that we may use the keys that have been given to us with the wisdom and generosity of God. Amen.